You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Through the streets of Dublin. Yeah, you know, Who's the, this? this is the alarm, and hey. they are a great example of my one of my favorite unsung genres, which is not exactly the Clash. <laughs> it's close, <laughs> it's not exactly the Clash. The alarm, squeeze, you not, know. Not quite the Clash. This was, um, I think this launched like the uh, Dropkick Murphy style. They have, they're vaguely Irish. The alarm. Yeah, that sounds right. Or at least northern. You know what I mean? They just have that like witty, like taking no bullshit. Like Hootersfield, Hootersfield. Yeah, like a Sheffield vibe. <laughs> in the shadows of old mills. In the shadows of old mills, New York. That's where we're from. Something about an old mill. You know, let me there's, tell you, there's just something about an old mill. You know how annoyed <laughs> they must have been that this song was a minor hit in like '87, '88, something yeah. like that, and then. 1990, I think, maybe 91, they make the Stand miniseries, and this is not featured in it in any capacity. Yeah, why? I don't know. Have you ever seen... You know what? They're Welsh. They're Welsh. Wow. Okay. I think of all the British Isles, Wales is the most looked down upon. Yeah, definitely underrepresented. Wales is like the Alabama of the British Isles. Man. Welsh fans, all three of you... Don't come for us, man. I, yeah, I yo, I've never been to Wales at all. I've been literally every place you can be other than Wales in that well, part of the world that I've just never been. Joke's on you, because they're from real, a- R-H-Y-L, a seaside town in Denbighshilvils. Mm. Um, yeah. Famous, somebody, somebody people. deep with their Welsh pride can hit us up with the actual name of that town. Oh, yeah. The Alarm Rock Band. Yeah, Steve Strange also from Visage. Oh, yeah. Oh, nice. All right. Visage, a much better, more storied career yeah. than The Alarm. It's Less, becoming uh, an 80s music 
podcast, and I'm okay with that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, that's fine. That's, you know, that's my life has become an '80s music kind yeah. of life. So that's it's all right. like if anybody out there has ever wondered what it's like to be on a date with probably either of us at this point, <laughs> yeah. if you're like making lots of dated references, you don't understand, but you look past it because we're so hungry. Right? They're like, you know what? That's okay. Maybe he'll explain what the alarm is later. I'll just pretend I know right now. No, you can't explain. You can't explain anything. Oh, I, know. I hate to explain things. Forget well, it. Well, no, no. I mean, uh, I when I like, um, you don't want to be accused of ex- like, uh, you know, when like you assume that people don't know things, so you explain them, and then they're like, I know. Oh, you know, and I'd say, all right, great. And then when they accuse me of mansplaining, I go, all right, I don't know what to tell you. Date's over. You're paying well, for your half now. Enjoy it. So I stopped explaining, right? Mm. And now I come off as an asshole. Oh, it's almost like you can't win. Isn't that weird? Weird. It's like almost like the only way to win is not to play. Uh, see, I was going to say the only way to win is to just be a pay pig. Just shut up and pay for things. That's all you're asked to do is just shut up and pay for things, which is... Um, would you? I find, uh, that, I find that to be a hard role to fill. Would you prefer a nice game of chess? Uh, yeah. Speaking of chess, <clears throat> speaking of chess, One King Down reunited this past weekend. <laughs> I saw this. Yes. Uh, great. Great. Yeah, I'm sure it was it was uh, life changing. Wasn't not wasn't knocking people. Wasn't wasn't stealing a car to get to those shows. Yeah. Definitely not. But there's some people when I went here, I saw some videos, and it was exactly like it was back then. Where underwhelming. Well, they would play locally, and people would go off, and then they would play other places, and people would be like, "I know this right, one yeah, song. Yeah, it's okay. It's fine." And then it was like, well, all right, I mean, you know, I don't want to yuck anybody's yum, but, man. There was uh, a while ago where Rob Fusco said that he would fire any of his clients that liked self-defense family. So, oh, really? like, yeah, so literally, like, I, what, really? his up clients? until that point, we were like, yeah, he was a personal trainer for about nine Have days. You, did you see oh, I saw. Oh, him? I saw, he yeah, looks, I think maybe he could use a personal trainer right now. I think right he now. has a bigger belly than I do. Um, but, yeah, so. He looks, like, looked like a keg of beer jumping around. Uh, up until that point, we were cool, and then suddenly we weren't. So, uh, I don't know, fucking suck a penis. Oh, my God. You know, he fell victim to that old, old hardcore dude thing of thinking he's hating the right things, but he's not. So then he just looks like a dick. Yeah. He well, look, he just it's not like hard a, to look like a dick when he, you're a dick. You just look like a giant penis. <laughs> when you like, but that, that is definitely like an old, older kind of like kind of out of touch hardcore dude thing to like latch on to something that you think people don't like. Yeah. But actually people like. You know, enjoy like, quite a bit. We enjoy, yeah. Or it's either you enjoy it or don't have an opinion, but you certainly can't say you hate it. You know, like, oh, like they have reasons for disliking it, but it's not music, you know, musically. And it's like, well, they would but going to the great strains of firing your clients, <laughs> your clients, you fire a yeah, client, which is which implies more than one. Yeah, like I, I can't. Ah, that's that is something. No, um, we're also. I'm talking about something that happened like ten years ago. Oh, so well, like, then, I'm being the bitch even bringing so it up. So now you're doing. Like, now you're falling. You're falling into one of the old hardcore dude traps of talking about old shit. Yeah, no, nah, I don't want to do that. I don't care. Literally, could not care less. I just thought it was funny that they um, got the band back together one more time. <laughs> yeah, let's just let's strap them on for old times' sake, guys. Yeah. What do you say? Yeah, I will say you know everyone else looked like they were in great form. Like everyone looked. Everyone else looked like they. Still play music regularly, which I guess some of them do, but uh, yeah, yeah. it's not it's not the hardest music to play. Yeah, no, it's, it's not. not, it's not know, a, uh, I'll call that a valid criticism. Yeah, it's not like you're playing, you're memorizing Joe Satriani's songs up there. It's uh, 
It did sound. It sounded like it was neat to see them play the uh, Saint Vitus stage to rock the Saint Vitus stage, much like we did. I think I saw some stray hundred dollar bills. Mm. Just can't seem to get rid of them. Can't seem to get rid of them. There's plenty of them around. Uh, how's it going, man? How's your week? That was cool, sir. It's going. It's going. It's going. It's all right. Was it good? Yeah. It's okay. We saw. We watched a couple of base, uh, uh, basketball performances. I think. Yeah, I think I I spent about as much time with you this week as with anybody. Realistically, Ooh, yeah, just really? fucking kicking it at basketball. Wow. Okay. Watched the Patroons lose. It was a bummer. That was a bummer. That was really a bummer. You got a you got a basketball loss twofer. Uh, ah. so we gonna talk about it or no? Sure, we can talk what about happened? it. What happened? Well, did she choke out there? No, she actually did pretty well. She just the rest of the team were outed as not being very good at basketball, mm. which is you know kind of what the thing was, kind of what the rub was the whole year. It's not like she had like you know it wasn't like five slime a jam out. There. <laughs> it was pretty much you know feed Caitlin Clark. So when they uh, people were getting shut down and like. People were getting hard fouled, and they started to cry and stuff. And then I saw that, and I was like, "Oh boy!" There was one thing I I don't know. I don't know what position she was playing because it's just you're just sort of all lost in space the entire time. But she kept getting hard fouled and crying, so she'd have to come off. Jesus, come off the floor, and then her backup would come in, like the sixth the sixth woman of Iowa, and she was great. And then this woman would keep coming back in and getting hard fouled and crying. It was really bad. Um, but like real crying, not like LeBron James crying. Right, yeah, like, yeah, like full on, crying. like I'm yeah, hurt. Exactly. Jesus. Yeah, it was pretty sad. But uh, it was sad to see them lose, but Caitlin Clark did not shed a tear. She handled it professionally. Found out that she's not actually eligible for the WNBA draft because you have to turn 22. Oh, wow. It's a lot of weird antiquated rules from the 90s that haven't really ever been gone over. Um, so. so you're closer to her than just about anyone. Um, yeah. How does she feel about the hand gesture becoming a racial flashpoint? I didn't, don't even know what you're talking about. Oh, is that right? Okay, so... It was fucking 12 hours ago. How could it be a racial oh, flashpoint? Oh, people, are, people are dying for racial flashpoints right now. People are just sitting around right. waiting for them. Oh, pointing to... The, she was, so, she was, that, was just, that was just some John. That's what I'm saying. Yo, that's... Yes, exactly, you know? Not a racial flashpoint. Um, but it's a racial flashpoint and because the woman who gave her the gesture back is black. Now it's handled as now it's now it's her oh. being disrespectful whereas before when caitlin clark did it it was just all in good fun nobody can just play a fucking game anymore I mean, please nobody can just <laughs> play a fucking game anymore it's unreal no, man you, every i mean it's put people uh moralizing and politicizing everything is a hobby for people right don't don't you get tired man don't you ever sleep for like, the love of god i honestly see people around here politicizing and moralizing like a sand like sandwiches like, yeah, oh, for sure. It's so weird to me. It's so bizarre. Maybe you can just like uh, enjoy things. Yeah. Just go, oh, wow. Yeah, that's the that's the thing from wrestling. Yep, I, I remember yeah. that. Oh, she got oh. it back. Wow. Whoa. Okay. You know, oh, that's the thing. And it was. I thought it was some good sh- trash talking. Oh, for sure. Caitlin Clark maybe deserved a little bit. You know, I'll say that being her number one fan and uh, she's my like, you know, big time celebrity crush. But I can separate from that and say, you know. You deserve to get a little in your face. Yeah, I love some trash you know? talking. Exactly. That's what the game, it's ball don't lie. It's not like you were talking trash and you were like, you lost. That was a perfect opportunity to talk some trash. Who cares? There's, I, I've talked about this before, maybe on the podcast, I don't know, but uh, 
I don't think Mary fights anymore. I think she's uh, she's retired. Mary Brulator. Uh, but when she would fight, and I would go and see her, she was yeah. like, I don't know, watching women's kickboxing is uh, a hit or miss affair. I don't know if you knew this. Uh, Are you, you saying know? she would read a political statement? Uh, no, it, was just, it just wasn't very good kickboxing a lot of the time. You know, it was just, okay, it's fine it's whatever wow. um i'm not you know i'm not fucking norman mailer i don't uh you know don't <laughs> don't you're at not, me you're not gore vidal uh, i'm not gore vidal um but so it would be all these fights that'd be like some of them would be fun some would be boring whatever whatever and then yeah. she would usually like headline or be you know near the top of the card and she was just electric to watch because she would like she would just talk a little shit yeah like some woman would be like hammering her with kicks and every time Mary would get hit, she would like, sh- like just shrugging, eh, eh, like, like, eh, it, like it yeah. was unbelievable to watch. It was like I felt like I was drunk watching her. It was That's great. great. I, I mean, I love that shit. That's good. So yeah, I please more, more fucking trash talk, more, more of this shit. You're saying she's like the Roberto Duran. I yeah, know. I would say that. You say no mas. I would the- say she's the Duran Duran oh, of, really? uh, of women's kickboxing. Uh, but she says things like puta madre yes. in the in the ring. Yes, I, I love it. Call call her opponent a pendejo, yep. a pendeja, which is a lesbian. Yep. Right? And then when they get mad, she goes, no, 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 no I'm, I'm just, just a, a kid. kid. No. no. Maricon. <laughs> Arroz con gules. Maricon. Man, I wish I could find that. Uh, we'll find. I feel like we listened to the same thing twice when we were driving down to no, New York. I feel like I know. Uh, I know what yeah. it is. I know where it is. I just I can't bring it up. I do have some Carlito to listen oh, to. Perfect. Later on, it's been though. a while. It has been a while. I listened to some uh, Carlito. I was on a Gilbert Gottfried trip for a little while, and then I listened to Carlito. Oh my God! King state of king. Yes, it's true. I, I just had to step away from the king. I have a whole saga involving my involving cars. Right. Oh yeah, Ooh, um, boy! But uh, I don't think it's interesting. Maybe, well, maybe I'll, I'll talk about yeah, it. We'll, we'll see if you can pepper it in. Yeah, you know, whatever. Um, I had a long, uh, I had a long day, so I'm a little tired. But um, I uh, got back into Carlito. Carly is really bringing me back to where I need to be. You gotta, you have to take breaks from those things for a while. There's, a, there's too much of a good thing sometimes. There was, it's probably a year and a half. Um, but yeah, so hey, Blake, thanks for coming in and sharing. Uh, who had to come in next? Hi. Hi, who's um, this? My my name is Phyllis. Um, hi, Phyllis. Syphilis. Hi. <laughs> uh, this is so over. He's calling. Uh, he he uh, is on is in on an Overeaters Anonymous Zoom call. Oh man! I woke up and my I hadn't uh, put the I hadn't hung up the phone so. I understand this is a kind of recovery meeting. Which, which or what? Oh, Asshole. sure, yeah. Uh, this is a, an Overeaters Anonymous meeting, Phyllis. Oh, yeah, Asshole. well, that's me. Good, yeah, come on in and share. Okay, thank you. Yeah, so I'm grateful Shit. for this um, this meeting. And I think one of the difficulties that I had Asshole. with Thanksgiving was I didn't do my gratitude list before I Asshole. went off in the um, I I first I, I was invited to a friend to friend's house, a family that I really enjoyed. Well that's just taking way too long. Here's a call. I'm gonna call. Customer service, my name is Asshole, how can I help you? <laughs> yeah, we we don't want no more telephone calls. 
Yeah? Why? Well, we get uh, t- telephone calls here at 1230 at night and stuff like this, and we're in bed. Yeah, well, I can turn off all your phone calls. You'll never get a telephone call again from anybody. <laughs> Is that what you wanted? You mean? I can disconnect them. Yeah. All right. Why don't you, uh, you know how you stop the calls? Do you have an asshole? You can put your phone up your asshole. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Go ahead and do that. Just unplug you. That's okay. Customer oh, service, my name is Firmus. How can I help you? Yes, please take me off of your mi- All right. calling list. Uh, take it easy. <laughs> take it easy. I don't even know where you live. I'm going to put you through to Mr. Firmus. He's got a shout out to do. Go ahead. Hello, lady? Yes. This I is a tier to... three support. How can I help you? Hello, please lady. speak. I want you to take me off of your calling list. It's late at night, and I don't appreciate these kinds of unsolicited calls. So I don't know what you're talking about. I visited anything I have not. So please take this number off of your list, okay? What's the last two numbers of your number? The last two Uh, numbers. No, 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 no. (laughs) (laughs) What? Just the last two numbers. She started reading her phone number out live. Five, one. Okay, and why do you want to be removed? Because these calls are irritating, and I've already reported you to Comcast. So I want you to well, please. then let Comcast deal with it, then. Look, stop it now. If you already reported it, then why do... I mean, just let Comcast deal with it, right? <laughs> <laughs> Customer service, how may I help you? Customer service? Yes, I want to be placed on your do not call list. All right, Mr. Baswell. Uh, why is that, ma'am? Because I don't want your calls. Okay, uh, well, I think we can help you today. I got good news for you. We have two tiers don't of service. Don't want any good news. The good news would be if you quit yes. calling me. Oh, we have two take, tiers of service. Have take standard me service. off of your list. That's why you transferred me to this number. Take me off of for your list, okay? For you're limited to two calls per night. <laughs> what? And then uh, our gold service uh, for take $20 me off per your month. Are you not understanding? Do you not know one call what I'm night. saying? Yes, I'm going Take to transfer you to my supervisor, Mr. Firmus. Mr. Firmus. There he comes. Mr. What? Firmus, are you there? Hello, this is the supervisor. She's irate. Three, I can't support. deal with her. Oh, please okay. take me off this of your... This is level three. This is level three support. Can not... you please start... Excuse me. Can you start by asking me how I'm doing? <laughs> I mean, I like I to want... start the conversation in a friendly way, in a neutral I want to be so on your do not, not list. Excuse me, it sounds like you're very upset. Can you start out by maybe establishing neutral ground, asking how I'm doing first? You're not doing well because you're not doing well. Uh, no, you're not doing well because you started this conversation in a negative tone. I overheard the conversation with my associate. You started off very angry, very upset. On, this is not how you I want to be off your man. list. It's that yeah, simple. She upset me. Yeah, you triggered him. Now he has to go to mental health counseling. Yeah, this. I have to take my meds now. So stupid. Wow. I love the auto dialer calls. It has um They were really on top of new tech wow, near like great. near the end of his life. He was really yeah. like fucking cutting edge. He had a server in his house that would constantly dial people and then call back. God, that's good. Jesus. It was like all night. Like <laughs> call for all old people at twelve thirty at night. Because they had phone lists from like AARP and stuff. You Pretty could probably cool. do that shit with like a Raspberry Pi now. Like oh, it's yeah. something the size of your palm just going all night. Oh hell yeah. Damn. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, the world. That's other car leader calls. I figured I would just play that one. That was nice. It was, that was a nice return to form. You know, I mean, it's, uh, it, it is, he is who he is. He's his own man. 
He says, oh, man, I uh, went car shopping this past week. And, uh, wow, that is weird. That is a weird scene. It's my... Um, you, you're to, zeroed in, though. You think you got one? I think I got one, but uh, I went to my hometown dealership. Your hometown yeah. dealership. Yeah. And uh, I... Um, I was allowed to do a test drive uh, with not with no collateral. Oh, that's that is some fucking small town shit right there. That's yes, great. Leaving nothing to chance. Um, I just you know had a, a wonderful experience. I uh, have to get my old car fixed first for a proper trade-in. So that's what I'm waiting on. I'm driving a rental car right now. Are you afraid they're gonna fuck you on that? Are you afraid that it's gonna be more expensive and your fucking value is gonna drop too low or some I shit? Don't know. I don't know. I, I don't, don't care. See what they said they would do do well by me, so I think it's all right. So the update is here. That's, that's I've been up. I've given the update. I feel sad that my beautiful beautiful girl has lost, and uh, I'm getting a new car soon. Where's the Where's the fucking rental? Is it just parked around the corner. Yeah, it's chilling. Just, just a little Toyota jabber. Nice, nice. I've got the full comprehensive coverage. Coverage, you know? I think we'll be okay. Maybe we can just flip it, roll it around. Yeah, fucking throw, throw handfuls of gravel at it. <laughs> Fuck, I don't know. We could do that. Um, there, there, there it goes. It's installed. Oh, wow, somebody just stole it. Dear God. Well, you know. Pull up, pull up. <laughs> oh, like easy come, easy go. Easy come, easy go. Easy come, easy go. Easy come, easy go. Um, so before we started this, we, uh, we discovered, or I guess I discovered, you already knew, uh, my new celebrity crush from the past, which is, uh, Curtis Sliwa's wife. What was her name? Lisa? Lisa Sliwa. Lisa Sliwa. What a name. Her. What a name. What a, what a looker. I know everybody right now. Everyone right this second. If you want to look up Lisa Sliwa, and I looked up Lisa Sliwa nude because I'm, right, I just like to go right to it. We got fucking something. Whoa. Hey, hello. Beautiful breasts. I could stop a clock. Fucking awesome. Good Lord. My style. Man. Nice. Perm handful. For want of a time machine, let me tell you. I think, <clears throat> you know what? That's what I say a lot because I think that um, more and more. Oh, she's in an adult film. Oh, shit. Well, Hold all right. on. I have to excuse myself. Wow. I think more and more that maybe um, this is a lot what a lot of people think. I think and a few people say. But I think that I was um, a little born uh, too late, I think. Sure. No, my interests are very, like, I don't even think people my own age have the interest I have. As I don't far think as people like, our own age have interests, really. I, God, I don't, I don't think, I think you're completely right. I think we're exposed, I mean, I, within the, I always go within the 10-year radius, you know, like, um, like as far as age appropriateness goes. Once, you, once you're past 30, it's like, yeah, I'll date somebody who's fucking 40 or whatever, you know. And, uh, or I'll date somebody else, but like, um, it's like, I, last, I went on, uh, last person I went on a date with who was around my age and wasn't like a complete sh- fucking nightmare shit show, still didn't know like half the things I was talking about. Yeah, this person was like a sophomore when I was a senior. And that little bit of a difference. And maybe they did. Maybe they just didn't spend their whole life pursuing weird ephemera. It's very possible. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's right. That's what I think is happening. I do have a passion for weird ephemera, and um, I don't know. I've just been doing a lot of thinking lately. You know, after last week, I've now noticed that gold glass everywhere. Which one? The uh, the gold uh, skyscraper glass or the bronze skyscraper glass that we talked about. Oh yeah, yeah, and now I've noticed yes. it everywhere. Like I, I yeah. can't stop noticing the it. The gold, uh, gold or bronze facade. Yeah, there's one building in Albany that has it. 
barely. There's a lot of buildings in Hartford, Connecticut that have it. But <laughs> I think that is really like that is architecture and like it all boils down to like public history and, and things that invoke feelings and things like that. Um, Welcome to Aesthetics Corner. It really is. It's just I love the thing, the like the feeling of like aesthetics and the feeling of aesthetics. You know what I mean? I would go so far as to say aesthetics are the only true morality. Really? Yeah, and you can take that and run with it any direction you like. <laughs> well, I am, uh, I don't know. I've been really thinking about, because I've noticed that online classes for our master's degree are cheaper than ever, like under three grand, right, for a correspondence course. Mm. Uh, and there's a local institution which I won't name. It's not DeVry. It's not Apex Tech. Do they have? Do they weirdly have a basketball team? They do not. Okay, all right. No, it's not that fucking played. <laughs> Brian Stratton. Come on, give me a little bit more credit. But they have a master's in uh, public history. Okay, all right. Which is where history, it's like the study of more contemporary cultural history. And I just I realized that I know so much about dumb shit as far as history goes. Like, just like, our cultural history, which is only, I would say, generously 120 years old. Yeah, I'd say that is very generous, actually. Yeah. I would say, like, yeah, like around the 20s is when we really started coming into our own culturally and people started branching out. And, like, um, I think the beginning of the 1900s in concert with the Industrial Revolution, people had started getting money and they started being, they started developing tastes where people couldn't afford to develop taste so they didn't know they didn't have anything to develop tastes with you wore burlap yeah <laughs> and you uh lived in the sh- like a you know you had dirt floors and you you're worked at the company and you lived at the company you know your wife worked at the wife didn't work your wife at just was just a baby store. <laughs> yeah your wife was like a baby machine and you just worked but then people started developing taste i love tracking that stuff and i was like i was thinking why am i so obsessed with these fucking orange windows these gold and bronze facade windows. And are they still in use? Are they going away? What's the history of it? I spent like three hours like the other day just looking looking it all up. And I was like, wow. And there's got to be. And, and I was talking to a friend of mine, and they were like, you should go for like cultural anthropology or public history. And I was like, what? And I was like, if my bachelor's in English didn't get me anywhere. <laughs> What's another few thousand dollars? Fuck it. I know. But I'm not going to finance, you know, the. I'm going to get the cheapest one. I'm going to do the Better Call Saul fucking American Samoa route and get the Masters of Public History just to say I did. Yeah, why not? I like it. Because I I just, I love love. And it's the the beauty of history is that it's all all out there. And you can, and and it's still, there's a lot that's still undiscovered. Because people are fl- are flawed, basically flawed as as people. And you we could be like look past Schleeman, but uh, for like twentieth century cultural ephemera. Schleeman, you, you, yeah, Schleeman what is was Schleeman? the millionaire who found Troy in a place that it shouldn't be. That everyone told him, yeah, Troy, New York. Yeah. Uh, everyone told him he was wasting his time and money, and he found Troy only because he like just read the classic. It was like, nah, it should be here, and dug, and holy shit, he found Troy. Damn. Uh, and then he found the. Uh, he found the Mycenaean Grave Circle as well, which was uh, yeah. another huge deal. A same same situation. So you could be Schleeman, but uh, for uh, 
like gold windows. I don't know how so that would work exactly. I would be shaming, but I, I wanted to undertake a majorly major project funded to chronicle all of the porn theaters that exist yes. in the United States. That could and then, happen. And then, uh, you know, do an installation at the Smithsonian about it. That could happen. I really want to do it. And I think that it's time that I focus on uh, things that I really love. All right. So this time, we'll say a year from now, this episode will be 28 minutes long. You'll be like, I got to do homework. I can't, I can't record too no. long, guys. Sorry. Dude, you think I ever do homework? Yeah. Homework sucks. Homework does suck. To paraphrase. No, I don't think there'll be a lot of homework. I don't think it'll take me a year. I got a lot of homework to do. Yeah, I got a lot of homework to do. But I could get a, uh, because I'm, I'm older, I can get a continuing education grant. Oh, that's sick. All right. Yeah. So watch, like, and then I can, like, explain. And now I have something that I'm doing to explain to potential suitors. Oh, yeah. Well, now, I'm going for my continuing education <laughs> grants. Now, can, can a woman course. be a suitor? Because you think uh, of a suitor. A suitor seems, well, yeah, like a masculine. Masculine. Like, gone with the wind. She had a lot of suitors. Yeah. Hmm. Carrie, or uh, whatever, the, um, Errol Flynn, Cary Grant, I don't know, being one of them, whoever was in Gone with the Wind. I haven't seen Gone with the Wind since I was a kid. Never once in my life. One of my grandmother's favorite movies. My grandmother was a big Clint Black fan also. Hmm. Would right. never miss one of his performances. Went to wow. Madison Square Garden to see him. I wow. Well, Jesus. All right. Yeah, I, I watched Clint Black play. God bless Texas. In New York. <laughs> what a fucking scene. God, do you think he did God bless yeah. New York? Oh, no, definitely not. No Him way. Him and Mark Messier going on stage together. Hey, do you don't mind if I bring a friend of mine up here, do you? Mark, get on up here. It's Mark ah, Messier in his jersey. That's sick. I love when they would do they do that shit. Or when I saw The Cure at the Knickerbocker Arena, or at the fucking whatever it was, the Pepsi Arena, and he was wearing a... Uh, River Rats jersey. <laughs> That's sick. That was That's awful. Great. <laughs> it's like we probably they probably gave it to him. I'm, I'm, but it would be really great if he was an AHL hockey fan. Right? Yeah, he was just really Secret. into the River Rats. He's like, um, the entire show. He's like, you guys are very lucky to be here in the yeah, home of the Albany River Rats. The Harold Halls. Yeah. Yeah, one of the last greats. Up there with Adirondack Civic Center. Ooh, I know, I know. We weren't going to do this tour until they told us we were Ooh. coming here to the great Knickerbocker Arena. We purposely avoided playing Hershey because the Hershey Bears <laughs> like to cheat. <laughs> and it's, uh, if I have anything to do with it, I've been in talks. If I have anything to do with it, it's my Robert Smith voice. If I have any talks, if I have anything to do with it, the Moncton. The team, the AHL team from Moncton will be back in circulation, much like the Quebec Nordiques were. Quebec Nordiques. This <laughs> next number, we're going to bring out our friend, your friend, Rowdy the Rats. Please join us on you know stage. What? I hate mascots. After that fucking debacle, this, the... Oh, my God. The, the mascot day at, uh, at the Patroons? Oh, I wasn't there, but oh, there was it. just the mascot. Our mascot, our Albany Patroons mascot is... Just a he's awful. fucking terrible he's person. Awful. He's awful and he's a toucher. I'm going to start complaining openly about the mascot and how low energy he is. Oh, yeah, you should. You should complain right to him. Fuck I it. should be like, what's up with your mascot? Your mascot, your mascot instills no confidence. It's not either. He hasn't fallen down. Uh, he hasn't. He hasn't pantsed anyone. He hasn't pantsed anyone. He hasn't gone running. He hasn't gone running anywhere. Mm-mm. 
He hasn't done the whole... Ooh. He's not even out there when we're like down by 10. He's not out there trying to rile people up. He just like disappears. He hasn't sat next to an old lady and put his arm around her. Well, you know? Uh, yeah, he hasn't gone. He hasn't tried to make a shot. He hasn't gotten into a fake fight with a ref. Seriously, right? Fuck. He hasn't thrown a bottle of uh, what people think is water, but it is actually popcorn. <laughs> what else do mascots do? He hasn't appeared out of nowhere in the rafters. And Ooh, then Bungie yeah. jumped down like the like the blue bomber did. Oh, you know what he hasn't done? He hasn't uh, he hasn't done a corresponding amount of push-ups for every time we score a point. Yes, that's <laughs> it. Imagine doing that. Wow, I'm getting probably getting, he's probably getting paid nothing to do that. Oh, for too. sure. It's really sad. <laughs> Fucking great. Um, yeah, bad mascot. Bad mascot. What's bad his game. name? Pat the goat. Pat Fucking awful. The goat. Pat. Pat the goat. Right. Not very good. Not very good at no. all. But we lost the emeralds, so that Pat the goat emeralds were. Here's the thing. They were like the hype yeah. squad. They were like the fly girls, and they were not very good. And they mm. Mm, were. Some of them might have uh, might have also worked at some adult establishments. Yeah, probably. Area. I don't know. There's a reason why some of them were very good dancers. Some might have worked at a different drummer's kitchen. I don't know. (laughs) Different (laughs) drummer's uh, kitchen? Yeah. In Stuyvesant Plaza? Yeah, I don't know why that was the first (laughs) thing that came to mind. (laughs) That's the first... Okay, what's the first local business that comes to mind? Different 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 drummer's kitchen. Hippos. Hippos, also in Stuyvesant Plaza. Yeah, Hippos has it. (laughs) I think some of them might have worked at, put on some time at the uh, Double Visions or uh, the Bunkhouse. What's the Bunkhouse? In Clifton Park. Oh, interesting. Those who know know the bunkhouse. I don't know. I've never been invited to the bunkhouse before. No, I don't know why. I, I've always, I, when I worked up there, I was always tempted during work to go during work. Oof, that's got to be a fucking dark scene. <laughs> it has no windows. You don't know the difference. Yeah, but I mean, you know the difference. <laughs> you uh, must know the difference. I mean, you know. They put the new girls on during the day. I guess. They yeah. earn it. Unless Jeez. they're super hot. What do I know, right? I think I should open a, one of those classy strip clubs that uh, don't allow touching. I think they'll go over really well. I, man, you're trying to open anything classy here. You may as well just fucking set your watch. I love I'm that. like, hey, it's Siri, uh, set a timer for fucking 88 days from now. <laughs> I, uh, I I don't I don't mean to fucking uh, no. recycle a bit, but we already talked about this on Saturday. Uh, just down the street from here, oh no, is a bar called. Oh, actually, it's a bar. It is very nicely done inside. It's tasteful. Oh yeah. It's not hard to get me to go to your bar mm. if you make your bar reasonably nice and you put like an attractive woman somewhere near it. Sure, I'll go. You know, whatever. Just like I'll go check it out. You know. Um, like an attractive barkeep. Yeah, anything? or just like even just like if you're because if your bar is nice enough to attract women, mm-hmm. it's just going to be a nice place to go. You know, like there's, there's a reason that the Palais Royale is a fucking shithole because no woman on earth right. wants to walk in there or work there uh, or work there. Yeah. Um, so under any other circumstance, I would definitely go to this place, except for one, <laughs> which is that it's called Bar <laughs> Vegan. <laughs> And I cannot 
in any oh sort of good conscience, God. enter a place called Barvegan. It's too tasteless. Barvegan, and it, but it does have plastic plants inside. Of, of course, right? Yeah, let that let that sink in. A dusty plastic plants. Um, it's like uh, it's like I said on Saturday. If it was called like Club Pedo, yeah. I'd at least go in for a drink, like check it out. I mean, like, are there pizzas? No, I guess there's not. I guess it's just a weird name. All right, fine. Um, I can't think of another place name worse than Bar Vegan. It's uh, fucking incredible. It's it's like a superpower. Let's come up with a a name names for bars that would we would be able to. It would obviously not terrible. Like not club rapists or something. Like oh, I that. would go to club rapists no, rather no, than no, club no, vegan. But let's come up with the names that are worse than bar vegan that aren't inappropriate. <laughs> okay. Um, inappropriate's tough because yeah. that's a that's a it's a stretchy word. Well, you know what I mean. It's, yeah, I know it's a flimsy word, but it's like is club grundle with a fifty-five-year-old uh, town clerk sign off on it. Okay, gotcha. Good, good. You know, without <laughs> being like club raper. No way. Club, club raper. Rapier. Right, so no, it's a sword. Rapier. Um. Okay, you come up with one, and I'll come up with one. And it has to be bar or club. Yeah, it's got to yeah, be bar. Bar is usually the uh, bar vegan. Bar vegan. Imagine being so tasteless. Bar, uh, I have one. All right. Club Imagine. Club Imagine. Yeah, I would go to Club Imagine for Bar Vegan, sure. Really? Yeah, definitely. Um, Club Imagine. It's a Beatles-themed bar. I mean, you're, you're not selling it, but I uh, over Club Vegan, I'm still going. And they only play Beatles music, and it's really bright in there. Oof. And they have a drink called the Yellow Submarine, which is banana... Vodka, banana, vermouth, vermouth, and a cherry on top. And a, yeah, and a cherry. It's like a, it's like a Long Island, and it's like a Long Island iced tea. No, instead of a Long Island iced tea, it's a Gibraltar iced tea because of the Rock of Gibraltar. All right, south of England. Yes. All right, we're getting there. Um, what about uh? Uh, Club Latenia. Latenia. Latenia, which is a tapeworm. No, so I'm not the town clerk. No, try you again. You think so? He's going to look up Latenia? Yep. No. No, no not going to happen. Sorry. Jeez. Come back, in t- come back in six months. Fucking tough clerk, man. Club Latenia. Club Kaposi's Sacoma. Oh, that's not, see, that's, 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 not, that's, too, that's no. too close. That's too close. Club Imagine is a terrible name. It's terrible, yeah, for sure. But I'd go there. If, I, if I'm if i with two groups of people, one group's going to Club Imagine, the other's going to Bar Vegan, I'm going to Club Imagine. I really want to know if a dance club called Heaven, named after the dance club in London called Heaven. But no one here would know that. No. Heaven's a good name. It's a great name for fucking the second floor of a, of a, like a, 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 a dance club where... The only way to get out is a narrow staircase. Very in the good. Front. Be perfect. You get those people fucking leaving reviews like Saint Vitus. This place is a fire trap. <laughs> it's not. It's a though. death trap. There's nothing to catch on fire. It's a stone box. I came to see exhumed here, and yeah. I couldn't believe how unsafe I was. Really? Really? Are you sure? I think metal's not your your right. Yeah. Metal's not your music, my man. Why don't you get into Star Trek or something, you wiener? Yeah. Why don't you listen to Bell and Sebastian? Look at your 
himself in the mirror. Bill and Sebastian. Silly. Silly. Like? Silly times we live in. Are you tired, Andrew? I am tired. I did not tell. sleep very well last night. I'm, yeah. uh, I'm you know, hurting. See, you, knew, okay. you knew you had a game coming up today, and uh, you uh, didn't get much sleep. No, it wasn't even that. Like, I went to bed at a normal time. I was all good. I just couldn't get under. I just had one of those nights where I was, like, tossing and turning, and the I blanket you, kept getting fucking spun around on me. I and you I got just, some you know. massively unchecked baggage that you have to go to therapy for. Uh, that's not going to happen, <laughs> which I can assure you. Uh, I would sooner go to bar vegan than go to therapy. That much is club uh, therapy. certain. Yeah. Club therapy. There you there go. There you go. Club what, therapy. It, what if it's club therapy with a question mark? Oh. Oh. And they only play <laughs> They only therapy. play therapy. They only play the band from New Jersey, therapy. Ooh. All right. Now wow. we're talking. Okay. Now we're, got, now we're rolling. What does therapy sound like? Like you're walking. Okay. We're going to pretend that you're walking. All right. In. Therapy. Okay. Therapy? Therapy. Therapy? Therapy? You, like, how do you say that? Therapy? Do you just say therapy, or do you say therapy? Are you guys, are you guys going to the therapy show? Okay, number one song is something called Scream Major. Okay, are you ready? Yeah. Hey, you going to club therapy later? I hear their prior therapy plan. Man, Helmet really did a number on music, huh? I was just thinking that. <laughs> Fuck. Helmet fucked some people up, man. Trouble. The name of the album is Trouble Gum. <laughs> you know, there are a lot of names you can name an album. Yeah, maybe that's the Club Trouble Gum. Bar Trouble Gum. This was their big record, too. 1994. Oof. 1994, where they could have done anything. Print money. They, oh. This band got, not only did they get signed... But they were allowed creative control, obviously, because they came up with the worst name ever, just like Stompbox did, too. Bad name. Yeah, therapy, like, fucking, they were all, you know what, we should do a deep dive on helmet clone bands. Yeah, God, there were a lot of them. Oh, my God. Fucking A. Okay, so they got therapy. Remember Stompbox? No. Oh, my God. All right. Helmet clone. Wow. Oh, wait, wait till it kicks in. Oh, fuck. Oh, man. Big Stompbox fan. I was the, one of the only, I was one of 15 in the audience when they played here. I went with my high school friend Jen, and she got uh, a seven-inch, a promotional seven-inch sign. Oh, hell yeah! And they tried to corral her, mm-hmm. and uh, she wasn't having it. Um, um, I I might have already talked about this. So I would say sorry, quicksand, uh, quick, quick, quicksand, oh, a uh, clone. I I think quicksand predates helmet a little bit. I think. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe not. All right. Um, you know, that's, I know a guy who was in Helmet very early on, and I could just call him and we could solve this immediately, but I just don't want to have that conversation in any capacity. <laughs> this is not fucking axe to grind. It's not happening. Right, we can talk um, about music. It's fine. But, uh, so... Tax to we're, grind. Uh, we're doing tax to grind. Oh, my God. Bar it's tax ta- to grind. It's tax time. It is tax time. Yeah. Um, we're, we're writing new self-defense material, and... Uh, oh. <laughs> We've been saying that for a long time. Oh, well, we've been doing it for a long All time. Right. 
Um, Double album. But me and Mark have never just sat in a room and wrote before. Wow. It's, so he's got a bunch of people where he's just kind of tossing ideas around. Now it's just me and him in the hot seat. Yeah. And we love playing groove metal together. <laughs> I'm telling fuck. Yeah. It, I did not expect that turn in us, but uh, we, we had to get reined in. Cause we, were, we, were doing, yeah, we were doing some, we were doing some, uh, some Stompbox <laughs> shit right there. That's good. It's always the hallmark of a healthy writing session. It's devolving. Sorry in advance for the self-defense family groove metal record that's uh, coming out. Oh, the guy you the grid recorded the, uh, the, the demo we did. Yep. <laughs> now, I think it's less groove and more guitar tone than this one, but... I used to like really love this record. Dance metal. <laughs> that is definitely dance snap metal. Snap your finger, snap your neck. That was their big song. Yeah. Helmet. So is Helmet responsible for uh, a lot of, uh, I think, between Helmet and Civ? A lot of hardcore oh, bands. Yeah. A lot of hardcore bands were ruined with dollar signs in their eyes. Hmm. I really think so. I'm gonna find out. I'll find out this week I, if Helmet predated Quicksand or Quicksand predated Helmet or what the deal was. I was I fell asleep the other night watching an old. <laughs> this is gonna be. I fell asleep the other night watching an old Sick of It All video from Are the Rock. Fighting outside or is that a radio? It's oh, a radio. it's a radio. <laughs> I thought people were getting into a fight. I was all excited. Yeah. Uh, I was watching, uh, I don't know, I just don't know why I put it on. I just saw it, and I was like, it was in the Algo, so I was like, all right. It was from the Roskilde Festival in, like, 1994. Whatever. All right. I fell asleep, and I woke up, and Civ was blasting. <laughs> it was like a, it was like hardcore, hardcore, not even hardcore day at fests. Oh, no. It was like hardcore afternoon at these fests. Like, there's, like, not, not a ton of people, <laughs> but the people who are there are very into it. Man, Siv really thought he was going to make it, man. He really had that one shining moment where he thought, fucking, well, can't wait one minute more, is going to fucking take off, and that's uh, it. I mean, I don't, you know, I, hey, you know, I mean. What's weird? It's not even, I assume by now we'd find it in like a Tarantino movie as like a Guy Ritchie style throwback, like, oh, cute, I remember this song, like kind of thing. Completely lost to history. Not before uh, Civilized Man by Shelter. I don't remember Civilized I try Man. to understand. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so called, so called, so called. Do, do, do. I do like that all the bands started like writing pop, like pop grooves. Pop, yeah, I mean grooves. that's that was the only place to go. Yeah, I really is the only place. It, to it's go that, like or that. you get like murdered by bikers at shows. That, yeah. that was that was your options at that point. Yeah, I mean you create a positive environment where people are feel free to dance and not just hardcore dancing, like VOD. Mm. What happened? <laughs> What's wrong? What are you answering? Oh nothing! I'm uh, I'm queuing up a song. Oh boy, can't wait! If it's Civ, I'm going to I'm I'm going to light my hair on fire. <laughs> now it's going to be Civ. No, please no. I was going to look for a song to uh, to play us out, but I think let's mm, uh, just hear it. Uh oh, fucking a. Uh oh. Oh, Jim Rome. Hey, what's up, the Jim Rome show? Oh yeah, got lust for life, right? Got lust for life. This is... What the fuck? Is this a YouTube video? Oh, it is. Sounds like it. Yeah, it's pretty bad. I have cardigan sweater. Bowling shoes. How did this... 
Oh, come on. Can't wait. Oof. See? Oh, it has Lou Collar from uh, Lou Kohler. Yo, I mean, you got to assume. Lend the credibility in the vocal. That, when that song had its fucking five seconds, everybody was calling him being like, yo, do you need someone to, like, play drums? Uh, you know, like, Sam for time? You Samuel play drums? C Sammy Siegler was like, I got this, dude. Yeah, we're, we're good. Thank you. Between Thank Sammy you. Sammy Siegler and Mackie. They've got it all laid out. We're okay. Appreciate it, but uh, we're good. Understand. Try to understand. Yeah. What a weird time. Jesus I, Christ. Yeah, I felt the compulsion. I felt compelled to enjoy enjoy that. Even though it was just a ripoff of their old songs. You know, like, start today. You can transpose the uh, lyrics over other songs. <laughs> what are you doing? I was queuing up the other song, oh, and then uh, let's hear it. It's the play out. It's the song to play out. It's the it's the cue out song. All right, the cue out song. Yeah. yeah. Um, Depeche Mode has a new song out. Is that right? Yeah, Memento Mori. Are there no drums because they couldn't possibly go on without their drummer? Well, I mean, let's be real. I mean, their their songs, their biggest songs were programmed. Uh, yeah. So. <laughs> yes. So, I mean, I guess you need to be kind of a drummer. You let the drummer program the drums, you know, that kind of thing. But find yeah. like new sounds. I mean, I, yeah, I guess here play on this fucking on this electronic kit, and then we're gonna fly in a bunch of Lindrum, and uh, you'll kind just, of done it. I would rather just have somebody really good at programming the drums. Yeah, programming drums is fucking annoying. It's really aggravating. Yeah. I've been doing it a lot lately, and I really don't care for it. I actually might just get an electronic kit and just be like, Ween, can you just come over and fucking just hit this for like five seconds and I'll, I'll do the rest. Thank you. <laughs> Appreciate it. Love you. Wow, it's like your regular Lindsay Buckingham. Will you please just come over and we'll just play some groove metal for fucking <laughs> half an hour and then uh, you can hit the road. Thank you. Groove metal. Yeah. Well, it's unfortunate. That's the direction that my life is headed, unfortunately. Sorry. O.J. Simpson is seeking a new trial in that uh, okay. death suit, so we could have O.J. 3. O.J. 3. OJ Just three. under the wire, his... A man who kills and leaves blood on the Bronco. <laughs> <laughs> what about that blood on the Bronco? It was blood on the Bronco. He should have licked it all up. He would have had no evidence there. If it was me, I would have drank up all of the blood so no one would have known. And I would not leave a glove. <laughs> <laughs> and I would not leave a glove. Bell, uh, Gilbert Gottfried's Bella Lugosi Did he do that more than once, or have you oh, just yeah. listened to that same show 20 times? Okay. No, he's done it a ton of times. He's done, uh, he, he was pretty much, the, he went through all, he had like all of his um, impressions that he would do every time he'd come in. It was the best. All right. <laughs> wow. I told you I was I told you I was gonna hit a wall and that just happened. I, I just I was watching the faders go from green to yellow and yeah, I was fascinated I by it. And then all of a sudden I'm like, oh it's quiet in here. Okay, yeah. whoops, that's a that's that one's on me. All Sorry. Right. All right. I am a little early. It's only nine thirty. I said I would hit the wall around ten, but mm. uh, you know, whatever. It's what it is. You guys can't just sleep sometimes, you know, you never just fucking you just up. Oh, that's what we were talking about. We started talking about therapy. That makes sense. Oh, this is the Mummy Calls full album. Whoops. <laughs> uh, when you said The Mummy Calls, I immediately thought of the movie The Mummy. I'm like, I don't 
remember that one. There's Dummy Mummy Kong. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. Mummy Kong. Mummy Kong. I would not have left a glove. I would not leave a glove. Solid fucking song here. I know where you go. Gentlemen, Bummy Calls playing the Ross Kilda Festival. Sis and Sick of All opening. Well, um, if you were hitting the wall, we can certainly move on to uh, unfinished business if you'd like. Sure. Um. Do we have rips this way? Did anyone die? I don't think anyone. We, we, we got rips. rips. Oh, all right. Yeah, I mean, it's I'm trying some... to keep my eye out. People die now, and I'm. I guess I'm missing it. Yeah, well, I'm blowing it. It's okay. Me too. Um, yeah, we got some stuff. <laughs> we are really, uh, we are just in contrast <laughs> from just, last. Just meandering through life this week, having guess, a nice one. I guess so. Um. I don't know. You got stuff. I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Waiting um, on you, babe. I don't know. Right. <laughs> I show up with nothing. Let's go. Okay. All right. Um, well. We could do questions if you'd like. Oh, boy. Do we have questions? We do have questions. We have questions from uh, from last week and this week. So we have uh, quite well. a few. Although, weirdly, I don't think we have any on the Tumblr. Uh, That's fine. Hold tight. Uh, no, we don't. It's okay. Oh, once somebody said, "Don't talk, just listen." Don't talk, just listen. Paul Thomas Stefani, Paul Michael Stefani. Sorry, Paul Michael Stefani. We were going to do the Cobra soundtrack. Maybe we can do that next week. Uh, yeah, whatever you want. We could do it this week, next week, whatever you want. I'm. Uh, whatever I'm, I want. I'm, I'm here for you. Okay. I'm here for you. I'm just here to support you oh, and your endeavors. That's good. With, yeah, the, with the show. My yeah, my favorite position. My endeavors. In the driver's seat. Sorry, sorry. Uh, um, yeah, let's do let's do questions. Fuck it. All right, let's do it. All right. I'm sure, they're awesome. Yeah, they're they're killer. I screenshotted them last week. Where did I put them? I think I've gone too far. Ah, yeah. Um. Do you think the internet has homogenized the sound of punk hardcore? Oh, yeah, you think? Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Can you even remember a time like... No, you can't. You actually can't. No. I can't. You can. Well, it's... You as the asker cannot. But I like... I still enjoy the fact that people are doing bands and playing instruments. You know? I mean, I'll definitely take that over. That. Yeah, like fucking the alternative, which is everyone is just a rapper. Right. And that was our reality for a little while. Mm-hmm. I do. I love, like, you know, just I love that there's still a ton of shows and people are really getting into it and everything. Sure. I mean, sure. It's just the everything's available and everybody's influenced now. I think gone are the times where you can actually hear a band that has no, like, there has not, has, doesn't, doesn't have a ton. I mean, obviously, each member has their own interests and their own loves musically, but they don't really bring that to their playing. They just, they're a, a player. They have a personal style. Right. And they bring it, you know, they bring it to the table. I think people develop their personal style based on what they like now. Instead of what they think sounds good, they play like what they think 
people will think sounds good. Right, yes. That, and 100%. that's the problem. And that's what makes it so homogenized because everybody... Plus, hardcore has definitely become a scene that celebrates itself. And there's not a ton of criticism. There hasn't really been in a long time. Like, there are a lot of bad bands. Are. For sure. There are a lot of bad bands. And the people don't really... I mean, I guess silence speaks volumes. You know, nobody comes to your shows or whatever. But also, you know... A lot of times there's bands that get leveled up that aren't very good. <laughs> so what do you do? You know, I think yes, for sure. Short answer, the internet has certainly homogenized a lot of things, music included, especially hardcore music. I would say yeah, all of culture has just become like there's there's nothing that happens now that you don't know like that what soup it came out of. Um somebody asking if there's anything more corny and cringy than hardcore speeches. Oh god, no. no. Yeah, I have a lot of hardcore questions for some reason. I don't I don't get um is that on the uh, Tumblr? This is last week in the Tumblr. Tumblr. If you want to take this week, go for it. No, I don't have the Tumblr open. Um, oh. Or not on the Tumblr. I'm sorry. On, Insta- on oh. Instagram. No, I know. You do the last week. I'll do this week. All right. Perfect. Um, yeah, no, I think it's really cringy. I, don't, I think it's taking the... Uh, I never... I When I was a hardcore singer, I felt like a character actor. I could never do it. I don't think... Unless you have... Unless you are like fucking Proust or Proust or fucking, <laughs> fucking Herodotus or like fucking a great public speaker that people gather around. I don't think yeah, I, I think other people have covered it pretty good. Like we, like, hardcore singers have like a uh, there's pretty much a formula. Like they felt like the speeches consist of like why I'm doing this uh, how I'm doing this what my li- like why why we're doing this all um, of us we believe yeah. <laughs> um and it would be neat to have somebody kind of go off script and talk about weird shit but i don't think that happens a lot <laughs> i mean we've been there when somebody oh. does it usually we're the ones holding instruments and yeah. then we're like oh, oh fuck all, all right that. yeah guess i'm not having sex tonight awesome great <laughs> yeah no uh, I, I mean it's I think that's again because of what people see, they feel compelled. Like I don't think that you will go into a band thinking, "Oh, I can't like," thinking like, "Oh, I can't wait to like practice my speeches." But I do think that some hardcore singers like actually practice their speeches, which is fucking crazy and really weird to me that you do that. Written on the set list, like a little like note. Yeah, like break speech, right? Break talk. Women in hardcore. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, and that's an, actually an interesting question. Do hardcore singers rehearse their speeches? Definitely 100% yes. Yeah. Whether it's in the mirror or in the car or, like, actually during practice. Like, I know that, I, I, I think, is that important of a component of the show now, especially since everybody ends up online. Like, is that as, as important as the music? Like, really? And does it need to be practiced? I don't think of that. No, I mean, I don't think the music's particularly important at this point anymore either. So it's, it's whatever. Like it's just, just wrote. To, I mean, hardcore is about not being told what to think or what to say, yet you have somebody on stage telling you what to think and what to say. So it's all confused and fucking weird. We're like, I'm not telling you what to do, but... Definitely are. <laughs> but it would be a lot cooler if you agreed with me and did this. <laughs> uh, we're going to switch this up. Uh, fuck Mary. Oh, fuck, fuck, Mary, kill. Ah, the designing women. There's four, so you can fuck two. 
I only, I only, I only know one. I only know Delta, Delta Burke, Burke and Annie Potts. I would fuck Annie Potts and kill Delta Burke. Yeah, same. With extreme prejudice. And Who I don't know the other there? two. Hold on one second. Let's see if I, we recognize any well, names. Well, I guess I'm fucking the other two. Right, yeah. Are we, wait, so we're marrying Annie Potts, killing Delta Burke, and fucking... Uh, Gene Smart and Dixie Carter. Sure. I would fuck Dixie Carter. Fine. <laughs> or alternately, you can uh, you can kill all of them and have sex with Meshach Taylor. Ooh, Meshach Taylor. There you go. There you pre, go. Uh, pre, um, or, living, pre-living single Meshach Taylor. Or Hal Holbrook with his good hair. Well, we're only talking about the designing women. Yeah, I'm just I'm, I'm looking at the rest men. of the cast. So far, they're the only two interesting people. I think it was direct. Some of the episodes were directed by Bud Weiser. Oh, for sure. Wow. It's a, it's well, a also, wild cast here. also directed some different Strokes episodes. Bud Weiser. The best name in sitcom directors. Scott Bakula. Jan Hooks. Gerald McRaney. What a cast. Let Jan me tell you. Jan Hooks. Wow. The Saturday Night Live lady. Yeah. I would, I would um, I'd let, I'd let Gerald McRaney fuck me. Yeah, Major right. Dad. Major you know, Dad. Yeah. I'd let Major Dad For America. Yeah, and Major Dad and Delta Burke were in Major Dad together. Oh, shit. Joe McCreen. Maybe they had a little thing. Maybe. Again, this is why what it's like to be on a date with me. I just talk about, <laughs> right? I spew nonsense. You have a one-person conversation about which of the signing women you'd like to fuck. Yeah, yeah it's pretty if good. If you were in, say you were in a situation like a, uh, kind of in between like a castaway situation and that movie where he got abducted by Somali. Mm, yeah. Because everyone, all the characters are Tom Hanks, and Tom Hanks is living his many lives. Tom Hanks was really. Uh, did I talk about this? All like Tom Hanks is like a perfect example of like if you work really hard, you'll get you'll get totally get, get fucked. He was like really good at FedEx and nothing not, and, not, and didn't oh. matter. Like he was super good at being FedEx, like super good at being a manager at FedEx, and it got him nowhere. And it lost him his his wife. Everything, yeah. And every it lost him everything. And I'm sure he had a nice settlement. Actually, no. Do you as you sue? think you sue yeah I and mean, i would be like give me a fucking million dollars a million whoa Oof. Whatever. Ooh, fedex you're paying out babe 30 million i want that Tracy yeah, Morgan money. there you go yeah 50 million uh hunter waterbury says fuck heaven's gate give me pizza gate with bill blowing hillary's dong thank you hunter waterbury <laughs> insightful no, as always great. bill blowing hillary's dong. yes wow that's like some rush limbaugh like after hours uh dad joke shit People still bring that up. Oh, yeah. God. These are having fun. You know, the roaring 90s. People are having some fucking fun. I'm saying, man. I like... Clearly, Hillary didn't care. You know? I'm going to live in a fun world. She's come out and said it was fine, whatever. They're busy. Busy power couple. Right, yo. Do you think power couples love each other? Like she wasn't fucking David Brinkley or whoever. David Brinkley. Gerald uh, McRaney. Gerald McRaney. Major Dad wasn't getting special <laughs> uh, special assignment at the White House. The guarding the White House. The Imagine Bill Clinton. He's like, he, he leaves the Lincoln bedroom in his underwear. It's middle of the night. He wants water. He's just walking around. He bumps into Gerald McRaney at the fucking fridge. Oh. Like, oh. Hey, Jerry. Gerald. Hey, Jerry. Hey, Jerry. What are you doing here? I just, hey. uh, you know, I was a little thirsty. I want to see if there was some orange juice. Oh, yeah. Is that the only reason you're here? <laughs> Like a knowing, a knowing smirk, you know, like a little, hmm, hmm. 
So let's put just make sure you put it put it away. <laughs> make sure you put it back up on the on the hutch before you go to bed. <laughs> then we they fist bump like yeah. primitive nineties fist bump, or it's like a fist forward. It's like fist. it's like the the uh, the forearm yeah. bump, you forearm know. Forearm yeah. bump. <laughs> My you father see. is still holding on to the forearm bump. He loves oh, it. Wow, it's a weird That's one. Contractor shit right there. What's a good career to start for a 30-year-old with no education? I'm working at a restaurant supply ATM. Um, Eight, he's working at a he work. He works on an ATM. And asked to mouth. It's a it's a very specific Dear fucking Lord. yeah. He's it's, he's in a very specific part oh, of the I, adult service I thought industry. He meant automated teller. No, 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 no. Um, uh, I mean, the world is still your oyster. Yeah, for real. For sure. 30-year-old, no education. I mean, we're talking like zero, like, no high school. This no is GED, actually the guy who, uh, he hijacked nothing. Tom Hanks' boat. <laughs> this is really? this is him, yeah. Oh, no. He's, he's going to die soon. Um, you know what? Uh, if you don't care about what you're doing, I mean, if, you, if you're still hung up on, like, getting a career, um, I don't know what to tell you. I mean, you have to kind of... You have to, you, one thing you have to decide pretty quickly is do you want to make yourself happy or do you want to make everybody else happy? And I kind of like went to college to make my parents happy and I'm still paying it off. Got my English degree, thought I wanted to be a teacher. Didn't work out. Now, you know, now I'm fucking sitting on my ass and still paying it off every month. Um, I think the, uh, I think if you find, you know in your heart, you know something that makes you happy, do it. And uh, if it happens to coincide with work, great. And that's not fanciful. You can make the both both of them work. You just have to bite the bullet and get a boring job that pays you well. And then the rest of the time, hopefully, you spend doing whatever you want to do and you have the money to do it. So I've been doing for years. And it, it's okay. But it's, you don't need to, like... You don't necessarily need a career. You just have to be good at living. Like your career right now is being good at balancing making money and doing what and and doing what you need to do to live life. It, and you know, that's it. I think the days of having a career are gone. Like jobs are made. Jobs now have like a, like a, it's like the NFL for jobs now. Like jobs don't expect you to stay longer than three years. And then you're then they want you to move on to somewhere something else because they're not going to pay you more. Because they can hire somebody. Yeah, there's another class coming up behind you. Exactly, and they can hire somebody for 20% less, with worse benefits. They're going to do it, so they're going to start doing things to try and force you out. So, not really like if you think you're going to find a career and you're going to get a pension and everything. That's just not going to happen. And the world is so great; it can be really cool and, and fun. And you should find a way to balance making money what you need to do it's a trade-off of living in a free capitalist society you have to make money in order to have any fun because you can be free but if you don't have any money you're just walking around the park all day maybe so that's fun I don't know balance some it. people yeah just find a balance uh, I would uh, I would do sales. My life, my entire life changed when I learned how to do sales. Like, and honestly, if I lost every fucking thing tomorrow, like if I went back to my house and it was on fire, and I looked at my bank account, and it was zero. You know, like one of those oh, wow. things. Next day, we'll go and get a sales job because, yeah. like, I'm gonna make as much money as I'm going to let myself make at that point. Like, if I just really need money, I'll just yeah. grind until I make it. Whatever, it's fine. Sure. 
Uh, there's, there's, in sales, there's literally nobody that will tell you when to stop making money. You'll just keep going and doing it. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. Fucking try that shit out. It feels good to be good at stuff. Yeah, for sure. I mean, before I started getting into sales, I couldn't talk to people. Had trouble, like, making eye contact. I was fucking, I was a terrible salesman at first. It was fucking awful. Hmm. And I got better, and I got better, and I got better, and then I became the fucking, I became the fucking leader! I became huh? the number one! I became Whoa. the guy that everyone Whoa. comes to Whoa. with their sales problems! Let uh -oh. me tell you something. I became Alec Baldwin in, uh, in Glengarry Glen Ross. Always be closing. Uh, yeah. Yes. Uh, but no, for real, like it, it was uh, one of the best moves I ever made because I got to learn how normal people act and I emulated them and <laughs> some became somewhat normal. That's bizarre. Yeah. yeah. For a little while, anyway. A little bit, yeah. You yeah. know, you gotta, you gotta keep your chops up, otherwise you, right. uh, you fall off. Yeah, I was, uh, a couple different people told me I'd be good at sales. Yeah, for sure. Because I'm like, uh, I can talk and I don't care what people think. The, exactly. I truly don't care what people think. Until I do, then I really do, but then I don't care anymore. I wake up and I'm like, oh, I don't care. Um, uh, which cult would you have joined? Of all of the cults? Of in all the, the cults? Yeah, I don't know. That's a, it's a fucking big question. Cult of personality. Oh. <laughs> mm, see? That's a good drop. Yeah. <clears throat> Best Sopranos story arc. Best one they should have followed but didn't. Got to be Furio fucking Carmella. Um, and becoming the becoming the boss. I really like the one where Ralphie knocks up the stripper and she keeps trying to come to Tony for help and he keeps brushing her off Tracy. and then she gets beaten to death. <laughs> I really dig that storyline. Very good. First of all, she was a whore. She, let's not forget she was a whore. Yeah. yeah. Very good. Tracy, T R A C E E. Got her teeth fixed for real. Is that right? Yeah. Nice. I follow her on Instagram, the actress. I believe yeah. that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I follow interesting people. No, I think either that or I think they could have done a lot more with the kid who worked at the bakery and got shot in the foot. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was When we were working a couple of weeks ago, we were all workshopping what we would do if there was a Sopranos con, who we'd dress up as. I would dress up as a kid in the bakery who got who with a big bandage on his foot. And... You should do. <laughs> I would cosplay as the security guard who's getting a blowjob from Vito oh. fucking at uh, like 6 a.m. That would be fucking great. I'd have a little fake Vito head that would like pop up and look at people. Be really good. What a character. <laughs> I would go as um, the guy who gets shot in Maine. Oh, yeah. yeah. The rat. Uh, um, who else? I would go as Fat Dom Gamiello. I don't remember him. He was the guy who got stabbed in the back of the uh, Tatrialis. Oh, yeah. Okay. After, All right. after All right. beating up Vito with the pool cues. Or what about uh, <laughs> you could go as the kid who drives his car up and down the street too fast. And they've, they've talked to him yeah. so many times about it. You can go as him. What are you doing? Oh, yeah. That would be great. Um, what do we got? Somebody asking if you're watching the tournament, but these are last week, so it's over. Yeah, I was. I did. Uh, uh, didn't work out. How were the pyramids made? Concrete poured in molds, obviously. Um, I like the theory that it was a some sort of a sonic device that allowed yeah. them to lift giant bricks with ease and there move them in place. A gentleman in the early part, early part of the 20th century, created a device that could move stones. He made an entire stone garden in his backyard of very heavy stones, and it was just him. Did they kill him? Did they take him out? No, it's. I I uh, watched. It was on one of those like 
it's a YouTube channel called uh, Well That's History or something like that and it was this dude he had he created this device and people like wouldn't believe him and like it was weird I dig it alright he would like he would manipulate like atoms and stuff like that it was very strange but I think that's how um I just I like the idea that they were everybody's on cocaine and it was just like <laughs> just, and there was just sheer manpower. There was like millions of people working on them. Just like millions of people being like, "This is gonna be so fucking cool! It's gonna be so fucking cool yeah, when it's done." It was like it was like a, a herd of army ants. You know, it was like millions of people working until they literally died to make this offering for the gods. I think that's what happened. It had to be perfect. They made it perfect. And here we are, and now it's a tourist trap with the Grateful Dead fucking plays, disrespectful as hell. Um, have you all ever tried to get into the audio side of broadcasting? It's mostly signal flow. Uh, when I was on trucks, I would always try and hang out with the A1 and see if I could weasel my way in, but they're pretty, uh, they're pretty fucking close-knit group of guys. Tough to get in there, so, yeah, no. I, I like being choosy. I like what I do, but I realized pretty quickly that I, I don't think that I would, like, um... Everybody I know who does it all the time is miserable, and I don't know if it's just because they're miserable or because they ma- it makes them miserable. I guess any job where like that's full time makes you miserable at some point. But I love what I do now, the part time stuff, and I just pick pick and choose. It's great. I love it. Uh, best restaurant in LA and best book you've ever read. Uh, um, hmm. The best restaurant in LA is Dantana's. Yeah. And uh, not really. I actually didn't even like it when I went, but whatever. It's you know. Ruth's Chris. Ruth's Chris. Uh, best book I ever read. Jeez. Well. Yeah, you know, it's been a little while since I read a book. I did order a book, though. It hasn't come yet. It will come. I'll get here next week, and the Amazon package will be sitting there and open. You still haven't opened that thing. I know. We still don't know what it is. All I don't right. know what it is. Yeah, I, I don't know. I'm worried about it. I just don't want to open it. Um, hey, that's all right. Not I think I f- it's a good survival instinct to not open mail. You're not sure what it is. <laughs> I just, I'm not. I just don't. That's not what I think about when I come home. Um, fuck. I don't know. Ever, ever. I mean, like demons? I don't think I've read Dostoevsky? I don't know. Like I, I don't think I've read the best book yet. Yeah, I would hope. Lot, right? I've always found deep flaws and and like a big letdowns in all the books I've read. And I read a lot of like Bukowski when I was younger and stuff like that, which did not shape me at all. It just kind of was like what you should read. And I had like I had a uh, English teacher that was really into the beats, and I'd read like On the Road and like Art of Zen and the Art of Mar- Motorcycle Maintenance oh, and boy. stuff like that. Heavy reads, like really slog. Those kind of like very syrupy, molasses like books are just like go on and on. They're ponderous. So I haven't really had a, had a lot of good experiences with books, says the English major. I was going to say, that's a fascinating thing for an English major to I say. Used to, I used to devour books. I used to read a lot of, um, you know, there's a book called The Hard Stuff by Nick Toshis. Uh, or Tashas, depending, or Toshas, Tashas, uh, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Um, it's a compendium of his writing um, for Vanity Fair, GQ, Spy Magazine, Village Voice. I like that a lot. He's a good writer. And he does a lot of, he's good at doing uh, celebrity profiles, but in his own way. Kind of a lost art. Yeah, it is. completely lost. Like I Dominic read. Dunn, the same thing. Like, I like that kind of writing. Like, like... Fiercely nonfiction, like not even Norman Mailer. 
Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, not even a flight of fancy. I like that a lot. I read an article about MMA a few days ago that was written like that, and it made me like want to watch MMA. It was yeah. like, oh, interesting! Wow, like really, like yeah. it, it brings you there. It's fun. I read, an, I read, I read a, a really long. Uh, I guess essay, I can't. I guess if it's really long, it's not an essay. Um, but I read a really long piece. I guess you could call it on uh, those windows I was talking about. Oh yeah. And it made me like it was like so. I was like, there are other people who feel me because it was exactly what I was talking about. Those were perfect, like, there's posters of just those windows, and people have them. And it's like, God, I could talk forever about it. I don't, it's like, yeah. Just sort of business that reprints old magazines, and people subscribe, and they just get random, like, a Time magazine from 1978 <laughs> sent to them. Or, you know, like, a yeah, Soldier of Fortune like from 1986. Printed PDF. Yeah, and that's just a full-on thing, like, like indistinguishable from the original. Huh. There you go. Well, I don't know how much business. I Very mean. little, I'd imagine. But, so but the if people you, that did subscribe. If you made it into a really cool subscription model that people would forget about. There you mm-hmm. go. There you go. A lot of, a lot of subscription models. Why are do you have a Time on... magazine from you know, yeah, <laughs> Richard Nixon on <laughs> it? What is this? Getting, it's like Netflix for magazines. Yeah, but it's old magazines. What do you mean? Yeah, it's like Netflix for old magazines. It would be perfect. You just got the, <laughs> you just got the Saturday Evening Post with the guy standing up in the town <laughs> meeting on the cover. What are you talking about? The old Norman Rockwell painting of the town square. Uh, people arguing. Uh, the Saturday Evening Post. People would frame. Oh my God! Covers. My my grandparents yeah. did it. My grandparents did it too. Yeah, definitely. They did that, and they collected National Geographic. Their entire back room was National Geographic, which explains why I'm so fucked up. I would just go and just sit there and read old National Geographics for hours. Did you ever open a National National Geographic and trying to find boobs? Oh, for sure. It's how I started doing it. Like, oh, yeah. there's a boob in here somewhere. They show topless women of the Congo. I bet there's a boob in here topless somewhere. Topless women of the Congo. Uh, I think that's it for questions for me. My goodness gracious. What do you got? Um, Somebody asking for job interviews, music suggestions, but that was also last week. Hope you got it. Job interview music suggestions? Yeah. No music during the job interview. I think it's like a pump up. They want to pump up beforehand. Oh. Um, uh, New Order Truth Faith. Oh, nice. Blasted. Nice. Yeah. Like the long version, just on repeat. The way it starts. Just like fucking go in there, like pound a Red Bull, like, like really just pound it, and it makes you so energetic right before you have to go in. So good. Big fucking big heavy self talk in the mirror. You're gonna fucking do this. You're gonna fucking do this. You're gonna fucking do this. No, that's just shit. walk in there, treat it like any other conversation with somebody you've never met. No big deal, right? People put because now that I've interviewed people and my. Uh, parts of like a, uh, a big part of my job was interviewing people. I realized that I really kind of blew it on a lot of interviews because people effort so much, and I'm like, I don't want this fucking dude. Oh yeah, this dude's not gonna listen because he's too nervous, and he's gonna ask me a million questions, and he's never gonna absorb a thing. And then the dudes all who were like, all kind of aloof and kind of like, yeah, okay, like they were bored, they already know what's going on. Hire them. I never hear from them. They do a great job. There was a guy who came in wearing a suit, which was stupid because it was Tesla. You don't wear a suit to a Tesla interview. And then it was uh, it was done up too much and it was a little too tight. And he, I could tell he was uncomfortable. I didn't call him back specifically because of that. <laughs> Why don't you wear a suit to a Tesla interview? No, you just don't. It's a startup, you know, like whatever. You just you, you go in like a nice press shirt or some shit, you know? Yeah. No, yes. no, no suits. 
Just go with like uh just go in regular clothes. Yeah, basically. I just went and what I wore to my other job for my interview. Oh, there you go. My the guy I was interviewed with met me at a coffee shop wearing a windbreaker, so it was uh, you know, pretty <laughs> uh, pretty fucking low key scene. Yeah. I always go over the top of the suit, but it's clearly not needed anymore. No, definitely not. On a Zoom, I had a Zoom interview, and it was like, I did the the business on top. Oh, for sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You got to manufacture an excuse to get up and walk away so you can they can show them that you're actually wearing the suit pants, too. Oh, you yeah. Know, one of those things, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry, there's someone on my door. Hang on just one second. Sorry. Sorry. This never happens. Just me and my sport shorts, my, my camouflage <laughs> gym shorts. Great. Um. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's all we got. All right. All that's right. All that's it for questions. We got some uh, misconnections. We can all always right. uh, can always push those the next week if you like. You know what I think about that? What? <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, here we go, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you, producer Hannah. We're sending the very best. The very best. I still owe producer Hannah a skull. When I was giving away my stuff, she was like, we collect skulls. I would like to have this. I was like, um, okay, well, cool. A lot of skeletons. So, yeah, a lot of skeletons. Literally skeletons in that closet. Um, I have not forgotten you. I will get you the skull for all yeah. of your hard work. And I used to dump bodies on the grounds of the Pontiac Silverdome, but now that they're redeveloping it, she's Shaking in her boots. Yeah, she's got to drive back there and get them all taken care of. Um, this one's called Church in Las Vegas. Looking for the buddy who used to invite me to join him in church. Oh, it's just not the same worshiping alone, especially during Holy Week. Wow. Sorry we lost touch. Are you still around? Now, Holy Week. Holy Week. Wow. Seed planting in Hattiesburg. It's fixing to be spring. I have some good seeds to spread in your garden. Ugh. I also have a nice hose to water the seeds after I plant them. That doesn't even make any sense. Uh, I am willing to exchange seeds if you have good fruit in exchange. That also doesn't make any sense. You're <laughs> terrible at this. Uh, Andrew, it's fixing to be spring. I have some good seeds to spread in your garden. I think Ugh. that means an internal cum shot. Yeah, it's an internal cum shot. That's a fucking, um, that's a wide eyes fucking oof. Wolf. Uh, I also have a nice hose to water the seeds after I plant them. So, wait, piss? Right? Are you are you are you offering to piss in a man's asshole? Is that what's going on? This is awful. I don't know, man. You know what? Fatwa, fatwa, get the fuck out of here! Get the fuck out of here with this! Oh my god, disgusting asshole! Nah, uh, this one's from Alabama. Hot dogs. I need a friend that enjoys serving hot dogs. I love hot dogs and lots of mayonnaise. Hit me up as soon as possible. I'm very hungry here. Why are you all so bad at this? It's unbelievable. Lots of mayonnaise. Lots of mayonnaise. I don't Great. know how they do it in the South, but uh, I guess mayonnaise on your hot dog is something, huh? Jesus. I know in Seattle they put cream cheese on their hot dogs. Is that right, man? Oh, yeah. What a world. It's not good. Any Russian or Ukrainian men here in Los Angeles? Uh, a few, I would imagine, yeah. <laughs> Are you Russian? Are you Ukrainian? Did you come here looking for a safe place to live? Why on earth would you move to Los Angeles? Yeah, what? Are you living on Skid Row? Has somebody put a gun in your face and taken all of your worldly possessions? Um, did you come here looking for a safe place to live? My heart goes out 
to all the people in the middle of the sad war. What is going on? Yeah, uh, I support all innocent men. I wish men. I could fuck every man in Ukraine <laughs> for against Hitler. Oh yeah, I support all innocent men from both countries, and if I could help, I will help. Any men here from Russia or Ukraine? Jesus. I can help. This is almost like a poem. I can help you out with clothes, shoes, food, work, or anything else you anything need. Else. Winky face. I am very real and serious, and I hope you are too. Uh, I can give you my number and meet in person. I am very real and honest, so please be honest too. I am looking only looking for friends only. This is signed uh, former Los Angeles Mayor Eric Garcetti. Oh, you know, I heard oh that about God. him, yeah. Wow. Eric Are there Garcetti. any Russian-Ukrainian men in Los Angeles? Yeah, have you been to Los Angeles? <laughs> God, do you remember that fucking Armenian bakery we went to? That was a, yeah. that was a weird scene. That was Jesus. Great. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah, it was uh, right near our spot. That was right near Under the, the, bank, uh, the bank, yeah. yeah. The duck from the bullets. Uh, feed me your cake, ladies. Have you ever had your cake taste tested? What are cakes on a woman? Fucking kill myself. Yeah. I'll taste test the quality of your cakes. Just being that, just binging them over, and let me devour it. Just binging them over. Is it plural or singular, man? Just you just switched it up in the middle of the sentence. Them over, and let me devour it. 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 Riding buddy, Paramount. Any scooter enthusiasts want to ride? Retired male looking to ride more often than the local scooter groups. Wow. Send a picture. Oh, send a pic of your scooter so I know you're serious. Take off the seat and sit on the pole. <laughs> oh! Thick woman at Whole Foods. I was the little guy, 50 years old, wow. who, who picked up the bell pepper you dropped. Jesus, this could be any Whole Foods anywhere. You know the Dead Kennedy song. This could be anywhere. This could be anyone. I wanted to put my arms around your waist so badly. You have a big butt, so shapely and firm derriere. You have a big butt, so shapely and firm derriere. Wow. I sure hope we meet again. You know, if she keeps eating green peppers, it will be. It won't be. Right. I know. Good. You gotta. You have to save her. You eat a vegetable now and then. Yeah. I'm looking for a female babysitter in Huntington Park. Okay. Hi. Good I'm, intentions, I'm sure. <laughs> Hi, I'm former uh, Los Angeles Mayor Eric Garcetti. I'm a dad looking for volunteers, a young females sitter. Uh, I'm a dad looking for volunteers, a young females sitter. For his mini me, I'm able to drop him off with you. Please be real. Please, please. I feel like we have to call the police. I feel like this is going to leave your Right, son. yeah, this feels... I For his mini-me. All the fucking... You know when yeah. Spider-Man has a spider sense and the shit goes around his head? That's what I feel like is happening to me right now. I would call chips on this guy. Yeah, seriously. Ooh. Uh, would you call... Okay, so what TV or movie police force would you call... To solve this case, would uh, you call chips? I'd call Hill Street Blues for Hill this Street, one. Yeah, Hill, Hill Street, Street Blues, Blues for sure. Based in Chicago, it'd be a long trip, but I feel like they're the they're the right men really? for the job. You, you know, think? yeah. I would pick when Bubba from In the Heat of the Night goes to L.A. because <laughs> they had <laughs> a right? yeah, because they had a backdoor pilot uh, during the sixth season where Bubba goes to L.A. and is a uh, a yokel, like a like a like a bumpkin cop. 
but it turns out to be a smarter cop than the most hardened oh, nice. detectives. Yeah, it was pretty, that wasn't picked up, obviously. Or but. you know who I'd actually send? I'd send who were the Judge Reinhold and the other guy from Beverly Hills Cop. Hardcastle and McCormick. Hardcastle <laughs> and McCormick. I don't think it was them, but no, yes. Crazy that's, like a yeah, fox. That's that's who I would send. Billy and uh, the other guy. Uh, I would send Citizens on Patrol to find Ooh, them. Oh, I think they. I think they're in Toronto. Was it shot in Toronto? I think it was shot in Toronto. Huh. Or maybe Vancouver. I don't know. I'm gonna say Vancouver. That's, like a, that's a long drive. Twelve hour drive. Mr. Coffee in Santa Monica. Hey, guys. You were the polite man. Hey, guys. You were the polite man who shared a fresh cup of espresso with your extra creamer with me oh after the coffee shop closed. After. After. Yeah, it's fucking... After hours. Extracurricular. Tonsil painter needed. Oh, fuck. Looking to get my tonsils painted, dude. Andrew, you're looking to get your tonsils painted? No, I'm not. What do you think he means not. by that? Uh, I think he's looking for a uh, an, an oral cum shot, as, uh, oh, as, really? as, as yeah, like the kids say. Oh, so you just got a th- throat totally blasted, a completely dude. blasted. Just, wow. Yeah. We're gonna get my tonsils. I think a lot of people out there, when they really sit down and think about it, maybe they take a minute to think about it. They're probably looking to get their tonsils blasted or painted. Sorry. It's rough. I think painted is so much nicer than blasted. Yeah. It's, it's, blasted implies a, a violent like. Facial abuse type thing, but painted is like ah, there's some finesse to it, you know. You're like you're like Basquiat, like the Basquiat of internal oral cum shots. It's like uh, you're the you're the Picasso. Yeah, yeah. All right. You're the you're the you're the uh, Monet. You're the (laughs) you're the Bruegel of uh, internal internal oral cum shots. I've I've been told I'm the Caravaggio of uh, of oral cum shots. Very dark and moody. <laughs> oh God! Uh, I, I hate I would, my life. I, I've been told I'm the Patrick Nagel. Oh wow! Holy of, shit! Uh, All, right. All right. Tonsil painting. Yeah, it's wild. Uh, I'm told I'm the Richard Stark of tonsil painting. I can keep going. Uh, I've been told. <laughs> What is this guy's name? R.L. Stein. It's, I'm the R.L. Stein. Oh yeah, who did the uh, who did the scary stories to tell in the dark artwork? <laughs> I'm that guy of cum shots. I've been told I'm the Stan Lee cum, cum shots, <laughs> oral cum shots. Uh, we're gonna get my tonsils painted, Andrew. I'm in Marion. Uh, always and always ready. Contact info would pick a paintbrush would be nice. Oh boy. Text number would be great. Thanks, Bob. Wow. Yeah. All right, Bob. It's a former Indianapolis Colts great, Bob Sanders. Bob Sanders. Um, Little Rock. Speaking of Clinton, Little Rock, Arkansas. We met and danced in Ward, Satu Day, Arkansas. Satu Day. Satu Day. I didn't get your number. If you were to happen to see this, I was wondering if you would like to meet at the Jacksonville Senior Center tomorrow night to dance. Oh, wow. Wow, a little. Anything? Do you think this is like a young guy who's looking for to meet up at the senior center? No, oh, I think, think this is Gerald McRaney. Next line is going to be "You may remember me from Major Dad." Yeah, from Major Dad, from Hardcastle and McCormick. Yeah. He was in Hardcastle and McCormick. I think he? so. Yeah. yeah. Or no, he was in Crazy Like a Fox. No, Jake that'd be and the awesome. Fat Man. 
Yes, Jake and the, Jake and the Fat Man, yes. Was he? I think so. We know. Hold on. No, that was, Joe, that was Joe Penny. Maybe it was Hardcastle McCormick. Hang on. Joe Penny. Get your sitcom stars straight, Andy. Joe Penny. Wow. No, he was not in Hardcastle and McCormick. What was he in? God. He was in Major Dad. He was definitely in Hardcastle and McCormick. We're getting to the bottom of this. I'm going to get to the bottom of this. Uh, Simon and Simon. Simon. God damn it. Why Fuck. didn't I fucking think of that? Simon and Simon had a great theme song. Yeah, too. it was very good. Simon and Simon. Wow. Simon and Simon. There he is. Looking yep. Brothers Rick and AJ, short for Andrew Jackson. Simon run a private detective agency in San Diego. Rick is a street smart, good old boy Vietnam vet. Well, AJ is a book smart by the rules type. Wow, I've heard this synopsis before. Better off friends. The two have to balance their headbutting with their completely opposite styles while solving crimes and busting bad guys. The brothers have so little in common that they even use different guns. Oh my god. Rick carries a 44 Magnum while AJ uses a 357 Magnum. Yeah, that's very different. Um, Rick, who prefers. <laughs> like, what is a howitzer? What are you talking about? I would about? say, like, one carries, like, a 44 Magnum while the other uh, prefers to use his hands. Right, yeah. Or, like, like car- carries nunchucks. Carries a Walther PPK. Oh, nice. Like a little 380 pistol, you know, the two boutique pistol, you know? Um, Rick, who prefers things that his brother deems to be lower class, lives on a boat in AJ's yard. <laughs> <laughs> this really is better off, friend. Yeah, it's uh, wow. it's well-trod ground. Wow. Jameson Parker's A.J. Simon and our man, Gerald McCraney. Um, you know, what a great series. We should really watch We should, we should bring Simon. one of these back, but we'll do it with, like, modern people. So it'll be, like, okay, yeah, one person will be, like... Uh, Jenny Garth. Uh, okay, we, we could redo it with women. We could redo it with women. All right, let's recast Simon and Simon right now. We need, uh, we need the two Simon brothers. The, the two Simon sisters. You want to be sisters? Oh uh, yeah. Well, we're, aren't there, are we doing women? Did we not just well, we, say that nine seconds ago? I said it, but I don't <laughs> assume that everybody automatically goes with what I say. So we're just we're just workshopping this. We will keep the Dodge Power Wagon used in the original. Right. Program. Right. But um, I believe that um, playing the gritty Gulf War veteran will be, um, let's see, I don't know, I don't know any current Oh, I, I could care less who actually plays it. I just think the archetype should be like a January 6th guy mm-hmm. and uh, like and somebody who's... Tech, a tech, a tech, like a sensitive yes, like a, kind of tech bro. Tech bro, exactly. Perfect. Yeah. But they, they solve crimes. Mm-hmm. They're also cops. This app I invented solves crimes, and the guy's yeah. like, "That's that's Jewish." And I'm like, "Hold yeah. on, hold on, there." You know, it'll be really good. Simon and Simon—they're related, though. <laughs> How did we come from the same seed? Our father should have shot his load in the sink. I spent a lot of time with dad, and you spent a lot of time with mom. Like, and this like is how like we turned out. Yes, exactly. <laughs> wow, Jose Menendez—the ghost of Jose Menendez—as. The guy who runs the fucking agency. The ghost of Jose Menendez. Hello, man. I think it could heal the country if we just had a Simon and Simon where everyone we come together at the end. Yeah. P2, two, I think PIs or cops? I think one's a PI. I don't know what the other one does. Wow. He just helps out. 
Yeah, let's see. Premise. Revolve, uh, revolve around the Polar Opposite Brothers. They Together, they run a private investigation agency. Together. This is like if producer Craig and his brother ran in a fucking PI service. Yeah. This is actually wild. That'd be great. <laughs> and uh, the, the disembodied voice of Jose Menendez, the ghost oh. of Jose Menendez, says, All right, men. Good job, guys. Good job, guys. Did you know that Roman soldiers would often make love before war? He's always on speakerphone. Like, uh, what's his name? Uh, Bosley. Did you know that we uh, shipped 250,000 copies to Vestron last uh, last quarter? Wow. He's doing all of his normal Jose Menendez business. <laughs> doing made-for-TV movies and shit. That's what he did. He was in the video distribution big time, which means he definitely fucked porn stars. For sure. Video. Absolutely. Kitty Menendez holding it down. That's why they were so fucking angry. You think? Yeah, they walked in and fucking dad was going yard on um, fucking... fucking uh, I don't know. Fucking, uh, uh, Seika. Fucking uh, uh, Mia Smiles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mia Smiles. That's the first porn star I could think of. Wow. Mia Smiles. Yeah. Uh, let's not forget about Up and Comers 11. <laughs> Jenna Jameson, you know, no matter. Yeah, I didn't want to go to the obvious with Jenna Jameson. Yeah. I, was, I was just like. Here I am again doing a feature. I Jose. couldn't remember if it was Sunrise or Sunshine Adams. So uh, <laughs> I'm going to go with Sunrise. Just when I thought I was out of the business, they, they pulled me back in. By the way, just when I thought I was out of the business, here I am doing a feature. <laughs> well, luckily today I'm with Lyle and Eric Menendez. Lyle, so. <laughs> Lyle Menendez is going to fuck Azlea. Get ready. <laughs> Azlea. Thank God. Luckily I'm uh, directing Ooh. Lyle and Eric Menendez in their first uh, feature. I really hope when we say things like this, people are going back and Googling old porn that's, stars. Like, that's that's really what I hope. That's what I hope when we say anything like this. People like go back and they're like, what are you talking about? What are they talking about? I think people care enough to go back and see what we're talking about. Anyway, Simon and Simon. Yeah. <laughs> so who would be the, the female version of Simon and Simon? Oh, I still don't know who modern people are. Yeah, like, it would be like Jenny Garth and, uh, I fucking, uh, uh, um... I don't know. Simon and Simon? I mean, it's worth a reboot, for sure. But I don't know, I really don't know any modern... No, they can cast whoever they want, doesn't make a difference. It'll, no. be, it'll be some fucking guy from the Teen Wolf show, you know, who cares? I bet we could sell up enough for the Simon and Simon reboot. Netflix is hurting right now, I think they're, uh, they're looking for a new property. I need it. Because people just don't want to watch it. I, uh, I tried to, uh, Eric, if you're listening, I did my best to put a good word in at Netflix for you. And it was shut down. Apparently, nice. they said, oh no, I heard about him. Fucking fuck no. Oh, wow. Wow. Um, I think, yeah, Eric from Worst Possible Timeline has been unemployed for like a month, and I think he's about to fucking like shoot up a mall. So somebody, yeah, somebody get him a job. A month? That's yeah. Nothing. He's, a, he's an industrious fella. Let's go wash some dishes, right? And just fucking follow a vacuum around for a few months. Let's go good. pick up carts at Target. Yeah. <laughs> this is when you can sell shit. Then you're just like, ah, I'm just going to go sell something. Just Fine, keep, whatever. You know what? Every day, just keep work on this fucking Simon and Simon reboot with us. There you go. Oh, yeah. There you go. Your name up in lights. I Maybe. told him he could stay here. Is that cool? He's going to sleep on the broken couch. Oh, he can sleep on the regular couch. That's <laughs> fine. They're both kind of broken at this point, but... I need, you know, I do need new furniture. Hmm. I don't know. I don't have that many people over. I don't care. Yeah, you good. Dodge power wagon. Anyways, I never noticed that the rug matches the wall. Yeah, 
nice. It's nice. Nice touch. Yeah. No, I really pulled it all together. I just need to... Yeah, really, yeah, came, came together. I did. I just have to, like, spend a day with two, like, two garbage bags and, like, <laughs> clear out that corner and, like, I just have, like, clutter building up. Get, uh, you know those things where they had two vacuums bolted together? You'd, like, vacuum a bank with it, like, one of those things? I'd love yeah. to get one of those. I could do that. I have a vacuum. I do have a vacuum. I just need to use it. Um, okay, well, we found our tonsil painter. We met in Dancing Ward Saturday. I didn't get your number. If you were to happen to see this. Oh, we already read that one. A double. Yeah. Uh, just a kiss. I'm looking for a nice woman to meet me in a safe public place, like a Home Depot parking lot, uh, and kiss me. That's all I'm asking for. Uh, I haven't kissed a woman in five years. Uh, Ladies only, please. Uh, wow. You call Hill Street Blues. As, yeah. long, as long call, as Hill Street Blues are in town handling that Hill. other thing, fucking check this out, call too. Call Hill Street, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> call St. <Saint> Elsewhere. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, ham off the bone. In Buffalo, New York. Who likes ham off the bone? Moon's over my hammy. Who likes to slammy the hammy? Ugh. Andrew, do you like to slammy the hammy? No, I don't. You don't do no. that? No, I never do that. No way. No fab. Never. Never. Never ever. Never. Uh, bud tender at Cascade in Bellingham. My favorite bud tender. Oh, is that what they call people That's that awful. work? Is that real? Is Jesus. that what they call people that work at Probably. fucking head shops now? Probably. Uh, we can't go back in time. We just can't. Bud tender. Yeah. So, only okay, goes one so direction. if I go to a place and buy weed, am I supposed to somehow tip the Yeah, now you got to tip working? the bud tender, of course, right? Well, then it's not like I'm sitting there smoking weed, am I? Is that what, what, like, is it like a bar where you sit there and you smoke weed and talk and, like, listen to bad music and stare, at, stare forward? Hot take. If you smell like weed, I should be able to hit you legally. Oh, my God. I should hit you in the chest. I think weed's kid stuff. Awful. It just seems like kid stuff to me. Uh, my favorite bud tender is the beautiful punk rock slash goth style gal. Oh, great. She's super nice and very helpful. Yeah, guess what? She's she's going to be on her back, lights off. Don't worry about it. She reeks of God's good green. Mm -hmm. That's not very goth. Pills are goth. Right? Yeah, you're bad at being a goth. Yeah. All right. Let's finish it up with a Stewart's one. Oh, yes. The Hunter at Stewart's. On Sunday, we were both in line and started talking. That's how it happens. Yeah, that's exactly how it Before gotcha. you know it, you're fucking pregnant. You were carrying a four-cup coffee holder for your hunting buddies. You what? went out of your way to say with a smile, it was nice talking to you. Me, late 40s, slender, clean-shaven, bald by choice. Always looking for buddies. Ah, you could have gone and joined the hunting party. Oh, gay scene. I bet he was having a fantasy of going into a hunting lodge. Oh, for sure. Put me in a tree stand. Uh, you know what makes... happens when you go out there? You know what happens afterwards, though? What's that? Hunting accident. Uh, my wife guy wants me to fuck her Guy doesn't night. feel very good about himself, and all of a sudden, ba-boom, and then he's talking to a state trooper. Shoots another person or himself? He shoots another person. He shoots the, he shoots the guy who comes out. He just fucked. He feels shame. Wow. And then Boom. Every hunting, there's never been a hunting accident that wasn't preceded by gay sex. Ever in the history of the world. Anytime there's a hunting accident, there was gay sex happening beforehand. That's heavy. I'm telling you. Uh, <laughs> this is a theory I just came uh, up with about nine seconds ago, but I believe it wholeheartedly. You should write a two-page letter to the, <laughs> to the DEC. 
and say, here's why all of those, oh, that blaze orange camo for nothing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to uh, I'm going to pen an article for the American conservative <laughs> and, uh, and ship it out this week. Get ready. Because um, when hunters get together, they have intercourse. Mm-hmm. Intercourse together. Uh, my wife wants me to fuck her all night. <laughs> Don't <laughs> say balls. What's wrong with that? Well, nothing. I just put a, ha- a bag over her head and go to town. But her teeth make my dick raw. Her teeth. I don't know why I know that by heart. Yeah, you really got that down. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's it. All that right. is it, everybody. All right. What an Producer exciting Hannah. time. Wow. Well yes. done. Yes. So, yeah, we were going to do the Cobra soundtrack. I do feel myself hitting a wall. Yeah. So, why don't we fucking. Why don't we end, why don't we, why don't we end this fucking charade, bro? Next week. Why don't we'll, we fucking end this? <laughs> Next, add this shit. Next week, we'll, yeah, we'll do. Uh, we'll do. Next week, we'll hit it, hit it. Come back and hit it hard. Co. I mean, we got we have a fucking. We have a bunch of soundtracks already fucking in the hopper. We'll see what yeah. happens by the time next week rolls around. Might be. It'll be good. We'll rally. Thing. Um. All right. Yeah. I'll fucking. I'm gonna. I'm gonna take a melatonin at 8 p.m. on uh, on Sunday night. Great. I'm gonna be fucking out like a light. Oh, I it's thought you awesome. Monday night. No, I'll be like right as rain on Monday. I'll good. be like a cheerleader in here. Yes. We need. We need. Uh, um, we need that energy. So yeah, let's uh, let's get the fuck out of here. Do you want to read ads, or are we are we past reading ads at this point in our uh, our career? I think, think we're good. Our career. I think we're good. We need some more. We need different ad people. All right. Do we have ad music. Uh, yeah, I can. I'll play ad music. I got you. Uh, Doing a cold read for ads is the worst. There we go. All right. Some what is this? metal for you? It's fucking new fucking uh, quicksand. Oh my Newish God. quicksand. No. Really? Oh yeah. Listen for the bass tone. Here it comes. <laughs> Bad. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, um, I, uh, yeah. Uh, Damnscene.com. Damnscene. I got you. I got you. I got you. I what? Got you, I got you. What? I'm playing something better. Please. <laughs> There you go. What is this? Squeeze. Sure. Not quite the clash. <laughs> okay. Hello, everybody. Thank you for listening, as always. Um, and always uh, go to patreon.com slash overnight drive. A dollar gets you in the door. Dollar per episode. It's all, in, it's all it takes. Dollar per episode. And uh, if you'd like to up your ante, we are busy people. And we do uh, our, try our best to give you some stuff. But we don't really keep up with it that much. Buyer beware. Don't expect a lot of goodies, but occasionally we come strong, so that's why you pay one measly dollar per episode. So thank you. And come on over to Patreon if you'd like to check it out. Patreon.com slash Drive. Older Ghosts, olderghosts.com, uh, vintage clothing at vintage prices. No thousand dollar t-shirts here, folks. Um, just works very hard to bring you the best in vintage clothing at olderghosts.com and also older ghosts on social media. Also, DanBassini.com, DanBassini.com, photographer extraordinaire, his new uh, realtor reviewer, which is called uh, fucking No Invite, Volume 9, uh, is out on the streets now. He takes pictures of celebrities with a, an Instamatic camera, an old 35mm, uh, just like I say they're disposable, I guess. They're not disposable, but they're old like an old yashika that your parents would maybe bring on vacation when you were you very lose young it, it's no big deal yeah, you're like yeah exactly. whatever it's fine so he takes pictures of celebs and he actually has become a very very good 
celebrity photographer. And uh, it's pretty awesome. So check it out, danbassini.com. Made us look like a million bucks. Imagine what he can do for you. And that's it. Thank you. Thank you, Andrew. Be well. Take care of yourselves. Yes, sir. Uh, don't go hunting with men you just met at Stewart's. No. Uh, vetting and, process. Vetting yeah. process. And all the other lessons you took from tonight. Uh, Google all the shit we talked about. Please Get do. Deep Google. Always have a window open when you listen to us. Always. Bo- both a window in your house and also... Yes. A physical window and also a Google window. Yes. Please. Well, hey, podcast listener. My name is Vince, and I'm the host of a show called The RR Show. It stands for Reddit Readings. We're going to sit down twice a week, and I'm going to bring you the most entertaining stories from all of the best subreddits that exist online. Things like malicious compliance, petty revenge, hey, lady, I don't work here. Oh, there's so much more. Lots of great stories and things you won't believe. Like the one time uh, this dude was caught in a bathroom with his friend and he was slapping them because that was the only way that he could actually legitimately help them. A mall cop comes in with a taser. Oh, yeah, the rest is history. It's going to be fun. There's, uh, well, I don't know, I got like 20 seconds left, so I don't got much more time to tell you another story. But just join me on The RR Show. It's from Evergreen Podcast, produced in partnership with Wessler Media. So The RR Show. Wherever you get podcasts, subscribe today. And uh, it's like an adult story time. Let's hang out together. The RR Show. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts.